Yo, Mr. Nick, what is going on, my man? I forget you're a listener. <laughs> it's literally just you and me at the moment, so um, not a ton. Dude, I literally, I was like sprinting. I had to uh, take my dog to a last minute um, vet appointment, and had to like as soon as I walked in the door started this off my other phone is dead so I'm not able to get on the other account yet but it will be live and we'll get going with it here in a second but I figured I'd go ahead and just kick it off rather than pushing it back yeah you're good we'll keep it going with the the base familia but hope the dog's good oh yeah just check up stuff or uh anal gland expression dude it's the absolute worst oh, nice. thing i didn't even know that that was a thing <laughs> until we got this dog dude we gotta I, do ours like every six months with our little uh, italian gram dude we gotta so, do it once every like, so bad every three or four weeks Oof, poor yeah, thing poor every thing three man. or four weeks man it's absolutely awful i had to hold it up hold him up and just make sure that he's good throughout it and you know, then like you've got some other random dude that, you know, if you're if you're the dog, you've never met this dude in your life and he's just sticking his fingers up your ass. Like I would be pissed <laughs> off too. <laughs> poor little guy, man. Oh, poor thing. How you doing today, brother? Oh, I'm doing well. I mean, I, I don't know if you heard. I'm trying to get my other phone charged. I walked in the door, immediately started off the space. Traffic took a little bit longer to get back than expected. Um so, you know, just warming things up here at the moment. Um, all good. All good. Dude, if you it, guys man. are here listening, you may as well hop in at least for a minute until other people get here and I start it up. It's a small space. Until nobody the gates else, are open. Nobody here is judging you. There are three of us on stage. You know, the other five people <laughs> that are in the audience right now aren't going to judge you for hopping up on stage. So you may as well. Uh, Come on, people. Let's do it. Today's your day. Today's your shot. You get this one chance. Bite the bullet. Bubble block. I see you. Come on. Well, as soon as I get the other side going, I think I'm going to give away. How many stonks should I give away today? Uh, I don't know. Ten. Ten? <laughs> Twenty-nine. I'll give away, I'll give away five stonks today. Let's fucking go. Damn. All right. So right now, I mean, if you're in the space, I mean, obviously I'm going to tweet that out here in a bit, but, you know, if, it, if the numbers stayed the way they stay, you've got a pretty good chance of winning a stock. I think that's, you know, almost one for everybody at this point. But, I mean, like I said, there, there's probably going to be more people to join here in a bit once I get everything actually actually rolling. Uh, hey, is your brother actually getting married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is at the end of the month. I mean, there's no way I'm going nice. to go to Singapore over there. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, funny. I thought it was funny. I mean, Matt took it seriously. <laughs> I didn't take it seriously. I knew you were fucking around. I, I know you better than that, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's getting married at the end of the month. I'm excited for him. Came up fast, man. It feels like just the other day that he was uh, proposing. You know, it's been about a year now, which is, I don't know, man. Time flies by way too fast. Really, really does. Yeah, man, that's 
That's awesome. I always love a good wedding. Weddings are always fun. Mm-hmm. Randy, what's going on, man? Welcome up. What's up, pimps? Uh, I'm driving, so I don't know how good my connection is. Can you hear me fine? Yeah. Yeah, we got you, man. Still hear you, sir. Um, yeah, I, I just got off work, though. Uh, I'm off work early, and I was happy about it because I could make the wonky stonks face anytime I'm off early on a Friday. Love to hear it. Oh, yeah. These are like my favorite times of the week right here. I, I get excited waking up Friday because I know I'm going to hang out with all my peeps, all my friends. It's always a, a good time. In this. Like, it like sets a tone for the weekend. I don't know. It gets me pumped up, ready to go. I agree, man. Yeah, Matt, I saw, I saw you were going to do the space with Nara. That was pretty cool. I haven't heard from her in a while, but that reminds me of like early on. Yeah, man, I wanted to bring it back for the vibes a little bit. She's been really doing good in this space. And, um, you know, she's a, a woman artist as well. And we need to focus a little bit more on those spotlights in the space, I think. And um, yeah, it'll be great to catch up with her. Yeah, for sure. And then Kaleo, I don't know if you saw, but um, two things. Rookie's back on Twitter. And then um, <laughs> Toshi's starting to, lean bear, starting to lean bullish with you after like a year. Yeah, we like the last thing I got him to tweet was that he's now leading neutral. So yeah, I don't know see. if you saw this morning. He said he he got a he bought a few Bitcoin or he he bought a little. Oh really? No, um, I haven't seen and was talking yet. about the value of it. I mean, a little for him is probably like three hundred Bitcoin, but. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. You know, I mean. It's one of the things that we've talked about on here for the past. It, dude, I actually think it's about to like squeeze even higher during this space. You know, like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw 23K or 22.5K by the end of the space. And it's at 21.3 right now. Maybe I'm insane, but I don't know, man. I've seen these type of squeezes before. And sometimes when it moves up like this, it has this like weird upward, whatever flag type pattern and you expect it to break down and it just keeps going. And that's kind of what I expect right now. Hey, Kaleo, let me ask you a question. Um, you, you, you're a big proponent on, you know, dollar cost averaging for the average investor trader. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've been doing that for a while. I, I, I cut back on it, but now I'm kind of wanting to get in back into it, but like set it and forget get it type of mentality. Like on average, what day of the week is like a good day just to put that in there? No matter the price, no matter what, what I'm still... Week? Okay, you know, yeah, what, you know what the best tool for this is? And I can try, I haven't logged on my TrendSpider account in a while, but I can try to do it and mess with it. TrendSpider has this really cool tool that they will show you historically for an asset. If you click over a period uh, duration of time, they'll tell you, okay, on this day, historically, it's a more bullish or bearish day. And you can even break it down to like the time of day if you really want to, you know, if you want to get that granular. So I can look and see like what historically throughout the course of Bitcoin's life has been, or, you know, if you want to be more recent and say throughout the course of the past few years and say, that's kind of what determines it. What has been the best day to buy? So I love I that. I, like, I don't know if there's a clear cut answer for that, but maybe there's a little bit of alpha hiding in there somewhere. And what's the name of the tool again? 
Um, so it's with Trend Spider. I think you can get a free. Trend Spider. You know, if you're looking into that type of analysis, you can get a free um, trial to be able to kick it off. It is a paid service, but I think that I might, you know, I, I know for a fact I've got full access to the entire suite. So I can try to look it up during the space here in just a second. I don't know why I'm so slow getting everything rolling today. I mean, usually I've got a little bit of time to prepare to get this going. I've just been all over the place. Like, dude, summer through the end of summer is just a, you know, it's a tough, like Fridays are a tough day. You know, I, I don't know why, but like Fridays, I feel like there's always something going on in the afternoon. But, you know, we make it work and we vibe either way. So, um, no, I love it. it the consistency has been great. 29 weeks. Come on, man. Can't beat that. Oh, yeah. No, we made, we made it happen. Um, Nick, are you working today? Or no, you said you're already off, right? So, I'm, I'm working right now, but, um, I'm still in training, and we have, like, two more days of content, and the rest is just calls. But when I'm in content, like, so easy, just get ahead and get some free time. But soon I'll only be able to really pop in on breaks and on lunch and whatnot, but make the most of it while I'm here. Love it, man. Um, so uh, how much training do you have left before you actually kick off and, you know, die? like, is this training mid-job or is training for starting a new one? So this is, this is training for starting a new one. And it's a 14-week training. Probably only needed to be, like, 9 or 10 at most. But um, I got two more days of, like, learning stuff. And then, like, two, three weeks, end of September, of being with, like, what we call peer guides. And then I'll be all on my own. But it's cool. Let's go, man. They're awesome, introducing. Man. Um, I had a training pop up the other day for for Bitcoin. It was like digital account, digital asset account, and everyone in my team was like confused. I was like, "Damn, you guys don't know about Bitcoin? Working for Fidelity? Really? But, there was a a digital assets like class as one of the things that you had in your training. Yeah, so I'm in like the 401ks, and I guess they're gonna start off. Uh, very soon with like it's gonna just start as micro strategy but you'll be able to put 20 percent of your account into it you'll have to manage it so yourself micro, micro strategy is going to be their proxy for bitcoin yeah pretty much i'm going to be the guinea pig but i'm hoping they let they let me do it with my 401k because I, I would like to see it happen now versus like Dude, Near let me top. let me tell you a a 401k warning story and this is back from when i had my 401k before i was an idiot back in 2020 so i like dude i was doing really well with my 401k <laughs> i had about like 250 grand in it um back in you know when i was like 26 or so and then i decided to convert it all to like riot and convert it all to um, like Riot was one of them. Overstock was another. I just like went all in on those things, right? And then, you know, in 2020, whenever COVID hit, I was in such a bad spot. And, and dude, I had over 20,000 shares of Riot. Um, I forget how many shares of Overstock I had, but I had a lot of Overstock as well. But the issue was my DCA was way above that. And then Riot, I, I think my dollar cost average was a little over $3. And Riot was all the way down to like 60-something cents. So I had to completely cash out like everything because I was too prideful. I didn't want to ask for help from anybody as far as 
you know, like any type of money, anything else. So I, I cashed out those volatile Bitcoin proxies that I saw them at the Pico bottom. Literally, I think I was the bottom tick when I sold those 20,000 shares on Riot, like, you know, at 60 something cents. And then it ran up to like nearly $90 in the course of the next year. So <laughs> if you're going to do that, even with MSTR, like, bro, just expect a shit ton of volatility throughout the course of it. And you will not feel good about yourself for a long period of time during the course of that. You're like, man, did I just throw away like most of my 401k? And like, in my case, I ended up doing that. I completely threw it away, and I don't have a 401k, but it is what it is. It's fine. Like, you know, shit happens. Best <laughs> way to learn is to lose money. But that would be one hell of a DGEN 401k if you had like 80% in micro strategy and 20% Dude, in digital assets. I had 100% between Riot, Overstock, and Square. Like, I was 100% of my 401k. I converted into it. I, I think I invested over $300,000 between all of them, probably sold it all for about 60k. And then, you know, obviously taking a penalty whenever I took it out. I mean, it was all just so stupid. So Yeah, they, they hit you with that 10% because you're not 59 and a half. It's kind of dumb. Honestly, I wouldn't even use my 401k if it wasn't for the, the like mash side of it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I mean, yeah, just as long as you're comfortable with that type of stuff going into it, you're good. You getting back on the working out, Cleo? Bro, I I did a uh, FaceTime yesterday with uh, P.O. and Nick from, you know, Nifty whatever. And I was looking at myself, you know, I shaved down to where I just have a stash right now. And I usually have a beard and my beard, I think, covers up any like facial fat that I'm not used to. And I I, I was looking at it, man. I, I was just like, holy crap. Like you've gotten out of shape again pretty quickly. Like it's taken a month and a half to get back out of shape. So, and you know, the funny thing is too, I only went, to Orange Theory for a few weeks when I signed up for it. Now I've wasted a few hundred bucks just like with it sitting there, the membership. And I've just been too afraid to go back in because I'll be too out of shape to start back up. And then they'll give me a hard time. Like, where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, first off, nobody's even going to notice. Second off, uh, I mean, like, I've got to do it. So I have scheduled all of my classes for the next week. I've given myself through the weekend to contemplate my life decisions. (laughs) I've got everything scheduled for next week to start it back off. So keep me accountable. Did you will, ever man. do the, That's awesome? Did you ever do the F forty five thing? I think that was you that brought that up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, this is so embarrassing. I'll be honest to you guys. I I like faked sick that morning or made something up, and you know, ended up not going to it because I was just so. And this is so anti-me. I mean, like, if y'all knew me back in the day, I was the most active person in the world. Always, like, just in really good cardio, you know, good everything else shape. And, like, I just, I am have not been myself since I had that knee surgery back in 2019. And I've just, you know, adopted these lazy habits. And it's awful. Like, I, you know, I think there's, you know, this part of me that's missing by not, being active like i used to be so i'll get back into it you think it's like a mix between the space itself too like taking a lot of your attention away and like 
focusing yeah. on so much of this too, uh, as opposed to the knee? Oh, no, 100%. I think it's a combo of both, right? I think the knee kind of kicked it off as far as like the habits. And then whenever you're doing this, like, you know, I used to have an office job where one of the benefits of an office job is you have routine, right? And that built-in routine. So even though you're busier, like one of the things that I, I, I've learned in life is like, you know, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. <laughs> and Like there's truth to that, right? And when I was busier with the office job, you know, and I had that routine incorporated, it was almost easier. It was like, okay, well, you know, I'm already spending X amount of time. Like I'll just incorporate it at Y point. And the other portion of it is, you know, you're more social whenever you are working in an office and getting out and doing that every day. So like there's the social pressure of, okay, you're seeing people doing stuff like that more often. You're noticing as you're putting on some of those work clothes, they're not fitting the way they used to. So you're more conscious of your appearance versus like just wearing gym shorts and a t-shirt every day, right? So I, I definitely think that's part of the routine. You know, it, it was a combination of both things that I think were really catalysts for that change. And, you know, once you make kind of get in a groove like that, it's difficult to get out of it. Right. And, and the difficult part is getting back into the groove. I mean, it takes, you know, sometimes up to a month really to build that behavioral routine up where like you're excited to go to the gym, you're excited to get healthy. It's because you, you see that improvement. You see how you're feeling. Your mind is a lot more clear. You have a lot more energy in your body. I mean, once all that starts kicking off, it's, it's a breeze from there because you, you, your body craves it. Yeah. It's almost harder not to go at that point. Right. Right. Exactly. My problem right now is like aesthetically and strength wise, I'm probably in the best shape of my life, but, in terms of actual health, like cardio and endurance wise, I'm probably in the worst shape of my my life. I just hey, I can't do the treadmill. I gotta get like a bike or something, or start hooping again or something. Yeah, I can't do the treadmill because of my hips. But uh, I've been uh, doing the stairmaster, and I've also been doing the bike, the stationary bike. That's uh, that's been a gym for uh, for cardio, and I've been doing like light weights. And just not going in there and trying to kill myself. Just, you know, move the yeah, body. Don't, don't yeah, burn just, yourself out. Exactly. Don't get a tough-ass week, and then you're like, oh, that was good, but oh. I don't want to go back. I was listening to this uh, one podcast on uh, Joe Rogan the other day, and he had somebody on. I forget who it was, but he says, uh, consistency is better than intensity. And if you're going, like, every single day, but you're not going to your max and burning yourself out, like it also helps you the next day to get up and go do it again instead of feeling like shit because you went too hard. Hundred percent. Was that the UFC fighter one where they're talking about flow and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly one of my the favorite one. ones. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, but uh, we'll hold each other accountable. That's what it takes, you know, all of us to help each other out. I mean, we help each other out in so many different ways. Why not help each other out? Get a little healthy. GM, GM, everyone. How you doing, Elijah? Doing well. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, brother. Getting ready for uh, the weekend to start and um, kicking it with you guys and gals today. It's a beautiful Friday. How's it up there uh, with work? You, you, you've been doing good? Um, get settled yeah. in finally? It's been keeping me busy, dude. 
doing like their 12, 13 hour days, but it's nice. So yeah, I'm not complaining. Awesome. I like the seal PFP that you got rocking there. Yeah, this is my new uh, my new seal. Uh, went ahead and just just got it. I kept getting bullied to get it. I faded. I'm not gonna fade any longer. I'm in. Man, they'll throw down say, some man, pressure I, on you. <laughs> I didn't think that you had one before. I I, I didn't recognize recognize Elijah the Seal. Yeah, uh, I just got it two days ago. Well, Finally, congratulations. Stacked. Um, Seems like the Seals had a good week this week. Week before that, Pudgies. All the cuties are coming up. Love to see it, man. Yeah, I got to find a matching wonk now. So Uh, it'll it'll come, man. It'll come, dude. I'm so confused when I'm when I talk from this account rather than the uh, Kaleo one because, like, I look down and I see myself muted because I'm so used to seeing that icon. And, you know, I see the icon from the Ledge Art account talking. I'm like, oh, wait, okay, no, never mind. Like, I am good. I'm just, it's confusing. But I did pin the link to that at the top for the giveaway. So if you want to participate in that, go ahead and throw it a like and a retweet. And, yeah, we'll we'll give away five stonks throughout the course of today's space. That will be the objective it's been a minute since i've given away some stocks so i I need to make up for some lost time yeah five is very generous today brother i appreciate that it'll uh hopefully bring in some new people in the community keep the vibes rolling that is the goal so um yeah, man. Um, Elijah, so what all else is on your radar right now? What else have you been, been looking for recently? And I want to hear the pressure, like the story afterwards on the pressure behind the seal, too, because I got pressured in into a seal purchase a while back as well. Uh, what? Pretty much my most my value target right now is Chibi Labs. Uh, they're pretty much always active. They have a game already in place that's running got about 500 people playing it in the community founders are always there so i mean it's definitely a solid no no no. this is eth they're only like three gens well technically there's four generations the first one's a genesis which is like one of ones then you got chibi apes then you got chibi galaxy uh and then they for their game you have to have like the chibi friends to like have a squad to play the game but they're like 0.01 or something like that. So they're a really cheap entry point for like newcomers who want to play. Um, But if you have like for the game, you can have like a bunch of different NFTs. You don't necessarily have to have a Chibi Labs one. Like uh, my Dicklebutt can be a trainer, like Bored Apes, Doodles, all that can be trainers. Uh, So yeah, they're, they're pretty much, I've been just stacking on Weath offers. I got about five over the past two weeks off of Weath offers. So, I love it, man. I I don't think I've heard of Chippy Labs. So whenever you said Chippy, I thought you said Trippy. And that's where I got the Solana reference from. Because Trippy Labs, I think, released like the Trippy Bunnies or Rabbits or something like that last year. And I think Ox Function was a part of that. Um, 
yeah. So anyway, nice man. I'll uh, I'll have to check him out. Cube, what up, brother? Good to see you today. What's going on, fellas? Good to be here. Just got done meeting with a customer. Gonna go uh, fatten myself up. Gonna go grab some Sonic and a cherry limeade slush. <laughs> cherry limeade all day. Oh man, that's so good. Too much sugar though. Big day. How's it going in wonky world? It's going, man. We're uh, vibing and vibing harder like we normally do. <laughs> um, had an actually good week with the wonky stonks, man. Um, saw a nice snipe of an Ichi this week. Um, that blew my mind. That was really nice to see. And uh, saw that uh, American red, white, and blue uh, stonk gradient. That thing was fire. There have been some criminal snipes that have been going on lately. And it seems like people making wet ETH offers or wrapped ETH offers, that stuff, that's hitting. Um, I think that's just going to be my strategy. I got like, if you looked at my old MetaMask. You've been killing it on the offers lately, bro. Yeah. I think, Absolutely murdering it. I, I think that's the way to go. But on my old Wonky Cube MetaMask wallet, I have like. 180 stonks saved and i wish there was an easy way to just offer collection kaleo also you and hondo need to add that feature like pa where you can make a complete offer on particular traits like i love ribbons instead of me having to do it every time that's my that's my two cents that's me barking at the leader okay so no 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 Show me, show me what we're talking about on that because I don't think I've seen that feature where you can make an offer across like all ribbons and you know individual traits. Is that part of their marketplace outside of OpenSea or what? So on OpenSea, like you or Hondo would have to go in. Um, I'll shoot you a DM because Yakimit figured out how to do it. There's some steps that you guys have to do as like the founders with OpenSea. But then it's, it looks like you check a couple of boxes, and then, for instance, anybody could go in and make offers on, you know, ribbons, um, each I mean, any particular traits. I, I, I see what you're saying. Dude, yeah, that sounds simple enough. So, I mean, it's not outside of, like, it's not a, an extra marketplace. It's just enabling more features on the marketplace via OpenSea with the contract. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dude, that should be simple. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get with Hondo and we can, you know, get that done. I'll shoot you guys some messages, but yeah, that'd make my life a lot easier instead of me clicking through 180 stongs to make offers. <laughs> well, dude, I think that's the thing too, right now, like it is, you know, especially with the way the market's been in general, like, you know, making some of those wheat offers is probably a smart play. You know, I think it's one of those things, if you see something that you're in love with immediately, you can go ahead and snipe it. But, you know, a lot of the time, you know, some of the other things, if they're not listed down there at the floor where somebody else could end up sweeping in, then, you know, why not be patient and just kind of throw out some, you know, throw out some offers to others that you're in love with that aren't even listed or they are listed well above because you never know. If one of those people sees it and one day they're like, ah, you know what? Oh, well, I'll take this. Yeah, uh, that's something. Oh, sorry. No, Elijah, go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, that's something that I picked up on. Uh, so during the bull, I think it was like 10% of the sales or wheat offers. And right now it's resting at around like 38 to like 42% of the sales or wheat offers. So what I learned is, is that if you set the wheat offer for three days 
and you know you have it sitting there and every day they're like oh i'm gonna get a sell for my price and then on that third day they're like ah screw it it's about to disappear so let me just go ahead and just accept it that that's pretty much been my tactic with the weed offers and they've been working pretty well Man, one of my observations has been it still boggles my mind how many uh, stocks are still in the original mentor's wallet. And, you know, the the account is relatively dormant. And then all of a sudden they just list it out of the blue. And I'm, I'm just curious how many more friggin' awesome stocks are going to come up in the next month or so. But, yeah, you got to have a little mix of wrapped and unwrapped ETH. Um because some of the ones that get listed right away, I mean, below like that EG, shaking my head in my truck right now. Yeah, that was a uh, that was rough to watch. Congrats to the uh, to the buyer though. Well, you know, but that that happens across a lot of different collections too. Where you know, for instance, I was looking at the pudgies um, the other day, and the pudgies there was a tuft that somebody I think accepted a wheat offer for like three point one ETH, and the tufts for the pudgies have been selling around 10 ETH. So somebody accepted this wheat offer. And then whoever the offer was, you know, it was just like a general collection offer. So then they put it up for sale for like 3.4 and it sold immediately. And then after that, you know, I think they listed it for 4.2, whoever, you know, it was another flipper that bought it and it sold immediately. And then somebody listed it for like six and it sold immediately. So it was one of those things that showed basically the biggest loser was the first person and each ever, you know, each person after that didn't understand what they really had until later on. And, you know, that happens with some of these collections where, you know, like with the itchy, you know, if somebody drops it down to the floor and they accept the wheat offer, you know, they, you know, I, I think that's why it's important sometimes to be watching some of the wheat offers that are accepted too, because you'll have the opportunity to see, okay, here are some of these really good deals, because most likely a lot of the time the people accepting the wheat offers aren't the cubes of the world, they're the flippers of the world. So they're just trying to sell it for as quickly as they can. Even if that means, you know, like $25 that they're putting in their pocket, they're trying to pay for that next Big Mac. Hey, speaking of the pudgies, I've appreciated your TA, your charting of the PAs. When are we going to get some little pudgies, some little pudgy charts? Don't discriminate oh, on I mean, littles. No, dude, the littles are great, but, like, here's the deal. The littles are just a higher pl- beta play on the bigs, right? Yeah. Um, so just how whatever the bigs do, the littles do on a more volatile scale. So, you know, like, if the big chart is bullish, little charts are inherently bullish. If the big charts are bearish – Little charts are inherently going to be bearish as well. So it's a little bit repetitive to do both consistently. But I mean, like the Lils obviously look great as well. It's just one of the things that makes it more difficult with that because it's a smaller collection, smaller volume size, et cetera. Accessing like a trading view style chart for it, you know, it's just not synced to, you know, that type of software. So just makes it a little bit more difficult to be able to go through and do that on an individual basis. But personally, yeah, I've been enjoying, yeah, you throwing the charts out other than what, you know, you're normally doing for the, for crypto or the stocks. I've been enjoying it. So appreciate that, man. You did have that one analysis too, where you were comparing the ratio of board and mutant and then pudgies and lils. And I think it was yeah. like 0.5 or something. 
No, so, I mean, I think what it evens out to be is, you know, I don't know. I think ideally one little should equal about, or one big, one little should be about like somewhere between 10 and 15% of a big um, for the price ratio there. So, you know, right now the big price floor is 3.33. Then the little, I think, inherently should be around, you know, 0.33 to 0.4. So I still do see there being, you know, a decent amount of upside play with that. But, you know, obviously with anything, say that you're wrong and there's, you know, the pudgies don't take off and everything else with it. You know, the lils are going to fall faster than the bigs as well. Same type of thing, right? So that's the way I, but, you know, obviously I think that they are going where I said and blah, blah, blah. But like, that's what it means to be the higher beta play in the collection. ETH is absolutely Rip. ripping right now. Oh, is it? Is ETH BTC bouncing back? I meant to tweet something about that a little bit ago because ETH, the liquidity on it kind of got sucked away with the BTC pump this morning. I mean, it pumped a little bit, but relatively it didn't pump as much. I think it's going to catch up. So I still think Ooh, it's you, solid. Do you uh, think that has something to do with uh, the merge coming up or, or what's your thoughts on that? Uh, thoughts on what? On ETH making its run right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously, it's like the low IQ play going into the merge. You know, the merge is coming. Everybody says, well, you know, it's not going to pump because everybody thinks it'll pump, but then it actually pumps because the merge is So I think that, you know, it's just low IQ going into the merge, just longing into the merge. So the interesting thing will be what happens to ETH post-merge. Yeah, that's that's where my thoughts are. Eventful week two, you got CPI, and then you got the merge either the same day or two days after. Big month. But I got similar thoughts because it's like, what are we looking forward to after the merge? But at the same time, it is a happening event, but Bitcoin runs the market. I mean, it's all speculative as always, but who knows? I don't know, man. I mean, post-merge, I think one thing that we have potentially booming us is (laughs) the election narrative. You know, basically, government trying to do everything they can to be able to, you know, provide some type of positive momentum in the market leading into the election. Like it, you can look at a bunch of different elections leading into elections, typically more bullish than bearish. What's up, Richard Hawk? How you doing today, brother? Hey, guys. Yeah, I can't speak too long. I'm actually watching a movie with the little one. But I wanted to tell a small story about this weave offers because yesterday I was looking at the floor of the little patches and the general weave offer was very close to the, to the floor, to the actual floor. And I guess someone was just wanting to list their patchy on the floor and listed it below the highest weave offer. I don't know, maybe they didn't trust the weave offer or something. And <laughs> it was just like, Okay, there, there's something wrong, and I had to buy it. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah, I'm also getting more into weave offers now. It really seems to, um, I don't know, some people seem to want to get rid of their NFTs before the merge, maybe. I don't know what you guys think about that. 
I've been thinking about that, Richard. I'm not, I'm not sure because I was under the impression back at the end of July that there'd be a lot of people that would potentially want to hold on in, you know, their NFTs to get like an airdropped NFT in case of, you know, there being any type of significance for the proof of work chain post merge, um, you know, basically a viable proof of work fork post merge. But, you know, the more I've thought about it, like there's not going to be a viable proof of work fork post merge. I think a lot of people are just a little bit uncertain heading into it and almost want to, you know, like there are some people that rather than, you know, an NFT airdrop, they'd rather have the potential for, you know, an ETH airdrop. And when I say airdrop, basically, you know, an extra token via the fork. So I, I need to check what BitMEX slash Poloniex have the proof of work fork trading at right now. Does anybody know off the top of their heads? Yeah, doesn't sound like it. I'm looking right now. So let's see. Uh, that's not it. Yeah, I don't know. What do y'all think? I think that moving Ethereum moving to proof of work is uh, no, I'm sorry, moving away from proof of work is like more bullish for Bitcoin. That's just that's my take on it. I mean, that is a the fair take for it is, you know, I, I do agree as long as Bitcoin's able to maintain the autonomy using proof of work legally in the U.S., then I agree with that, right? Like, I do think it'll be really interesting to see how the narrative shifts if there is any type of bill that's passed. Now, I, I dug in a little bit more to that White House bill for Bitcoin, and it looks like, you know, they'd still allow mining using clean energy. Um, but obviously, there is a huge narrative and group of people that disagree with a switch to proof of stake um, or, you know, at least a sizable community that disagrees with it. So um, could it potentially be bullish for Bitcoin? I don't know. Like maybe maybe those people flock more to it. It's maybe more bullish for people who really are moxies, who really want their privacy or whatever. But what we also shouldn't forget is that if the proof of stake change works, it will probably attract more new people who um, didn't like the whole energy usage um, that was in the media the last two years. And now you can say, okay, Ethereum doesn't take up that much energy and maybe it'll attract new people. What's going to happen to all the... Well, one second. Talked from the wrong phone there. <laughs> What's going to happen to all the people that uh, hate the... Um, or I guess the God hates NFTs people that think that NFTs are like the scum of the earth, that you know the glaciers are melting because of them, global warming's happening, and you know, they're the be-all, end-all, like, will they actually flip the script or are they just going to stay ignorant for a while? 
I would assume stay ignorant because all of those people probably still get in cars and drive to work and get on airplanes and fly places because it's more convenient. Have y'all ever met anybody that whenever you bring up the conversation, the topic that you invest in NFTs, you know, brings up the point like, oh, well, isn't that bad for the environment? (laughs) Not yet, but (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I, I've met those people. I've I've, I've spoken to those people. <laughs> How did that conversation go? Not well, because as, as soon as there is a viable art alternative like this, you know, proof of work versus proof of stake thing, like as soon as there is a viable alternative, and especially now with, you know, energy crisis narrative, it, like you, you're awkward like arguing the point for proof of work at best. Um, and I, I'm seeing like Bitcoin maxis at this point struggling to do it well. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, you know, as, as soon as you say like, yeah, there's there's this uh, proof of stake thing that you can use uh, that doesn't require any energy, then that you really have no other argument for, you know, for, for someone whose technical, uh, you know, understanding of blockchains is that, you know, oh, Most... they're bad for the environment, right? You, you just kind of, you, you can't win that argument because they don't know the, 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 the space well enough. Most of those people, too, are just trying to argue something to make them feel morally superior anyways, and they're not going to listen to you. But um, right, my, right. my take on the whole um, ETH, ETH moving thing is it's kind of good because Bitcoin and ETH are one and two. So you diversify them and they both do what they're good at. Bitcoin's going to be the digital gold and Ethereum's going to be the digital money. And I think we all have conviction that they'll both do really good in the long term. By the way, I looked it up. The ETH proof of work fork right now, the futures, trading for $25. So not very significant at the moment. <laughs> I think everyone learned from what Roger Veer and those other guys with Bitcoin Cash, those guys turned like billions of dollars into, you know, they just got wrecked really trying to, like trying to switch the narrative. Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, I'm going to give away my, uh, let's see, well, potentially, Uh, where did they go? They left. <laughs> I'm not even every joking. time. Every time. Picks and they left. <laughs> well, give it a minute. We will kick it back up in a second, and we will give that away in a second. So I've, I've got to pick another winner. We've got four more after that, by the way. Maybe uh, later on, uh, if we have some time, uh, Cube and I can uh, do a rapid fire on you, man. That was fun as hell last week. Oh shit! Yeah, I want to hear a rapid fire on the bog. Oh shit! All right, let's do it. Bog you up? You ready? I'm down. I'm down. Let's do this. Bog I'm a little down. hungover. I, I was out celebrating for my birthday last night. I'm I'm pretty hung. I'm actually very hungover. Oh, happy shoot. birthday, happy bro. birthday, man! Yeah. Thank you. Happy, Thank you. Happy belated birthday. So yeah. you want me to start this off? Nineteen. Yep. Yeah. Nineteen years old. <laughs> plus plus twelve. Still. <laughs> Still can't buy a pack of smokes. Shame on you. It, uh, well, no, you down to do a rapid fire real quick? 
Yeah, let's do it. Dude, let's do All it. All right. All right. When you're going out drinking at the bar, are you a shot guy or are you a beer guy? Uh, I'm a shot guy. Shot guy. What do you go with? Probably pickleback shots. You got some whiskey. And nice. Nice. We'll pick after. Oh, yeah. I, I respect that. Okay. Are you more of a read a book or watch a show? Yeah, I don't read books, dog. Oh. All right. What, all right you, uh, what's your favorite uh, movie? Oh, dude, really? I think it's either Step Brothers, it's either Step Brothers or Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, legendary movie, love it. Dog or cats? Dogs. If you had a time travel, one place in the past, where would it be? Uh, probably, probably like the sixties or seventies. Nice. Seems like a fun time. Yeah. The eighteen sixties and seventies? <laughs> no. <era>. No. Construction. <laughs> Maybe the, no. I don't think I'd be alive in the eighteen sixties or seventies for too long. If, if you, you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh shit. <laughs> Probably it, you gotta go flying, right? Flying, I love that, man. That's a nice one. If you could be one animal in the animal kingdom, what would it be? Gotta go penguin. Yeah, that was, no a, doubt. that was a given. <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Uh, I'm going out to another restaurant. My, my girlfriend's picking out like a restaurant, surprising me like every day. We're, we're just going to like nice restaurants. I don't even know what's for dinner, but we had went to a steakhouse last night. Maybe maybe something like Asian related tonight. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I'm guessing. Nice. If you won $1 million, what would you spend it on? Penguins. Penguins. Everything is penguins. I love it. <laughs> Do you got any are you afraid of anything? Do you have any phobias? I'm afraid of I'm actually afraid of afraid of the heights. Yeah. So that's a good one, man. Like can you, can you not go like to the top of a building and like peek over? Without... I went. Yeah, I could. I could do it, but then I just I'm like kind of like near the eggs, and I'm like, can we go back down? <laughs> like I went to like, the CN Tower, and you know I'm just like, what? The f-? I'm in the fucking needle, and I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> well, this is terrible. <laughs> well, but who's yeah, your inspiration probably... in life, and why? Oh, shit, it's probably like guitarist for like the longest time. Like just like shit. It was like Jimmy Page when I first started playing guitar because it's like who doesn't want to be a rock star when they're like right. fourteen years old? <laughs> and Zeppelin. now I don't know. Zeppelin. I think I'll just stick with Jimmy Page. All right, so you, if got you could ask talent, God. Sounds like you play guitar. Okay. Yeah, hit it yeah, yeah. Like Did you hear when I played uh, Scotty doesn't know for Scotty in the in Cleo's space the other? It was like last week or something. That was, that was Shit, no, I missed. I missed that. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Scotty doesn't yeah. know. Hell yeah. Towards the end, if it's recorded, you gotta you gotta go you gotta go check it back, play it back. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Damn. Who killed JFK? Oh, okay. Cube, you gonna go? What's your favorite word in the English language? Acerbic. Oh shit! I don't even know what that means. Definition? Language of origin? Uh, I think I don't know what the. Uh... Dude, I feel like I'm in, like, 10th grade English. I had this English teacher who would just make you, like, write down the connotation and, like, the etymology and have nightmares. But I think it's, uh, it just means, like, a like a really, 
like just like an asshole, like a jerk. Like you just come off like really rude, you know. Like when you say like, I don't know. I just don't think it's a really cool way of saying that. What's your favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Let's go. If you're on death row for crimes against humanity, what's your last meal? Peter Luger steak. Out of your friends oh, or family. <laughs> A steak from Peter Luger. A steak from Peter Luger's. Bro, that's so so fire. Oh, okay. Out of you, out of your friends and family, uh, who annoys you the most? My girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> if you could be Are a fly on. Of... Go ahead, Ace. If you could be a fly on the wall on any part of the world, where would you be and why? Probably like. Inside, like the NSA, because you know all the you get all the alpha being in the NSA, wherever like the the Pentagon, wherever the hell they are in DC. Would you rather go to the mountains or the ocean? Probably the mountains. I hate. I kind of. I hate water. Okay. Do you skiing or snowboarding? Uh, skiing. Did you ever yeah, believe in Santa Oh, yeah, I did for a little. My, my parents did a good job until I was like seven or eight, and then my friends... What do you mean know, by did you believe like, in Santa? What's up? <laughs> what do you mean by did you believe in Santa? Did you? I, I think everyone <laughs> I mean, I did until like my friends just gave me shit. They're like, dude, Santa... I got like a PlayStation when I was like six or seven. They're like, dude, that was your fucking mom. That wasn't, that wasn't Santa Claus. I'm like, no, it was Santa Claus. You knew I wanted a PlayStation, but obviously with Santa, like what? I, I don't know what's happening right now. Clay <laughs> still gets it. He gets a quarter under his pillow. Every... <laughs> I've lost Kaleos... a tooth in a long time. Been a, been a minute, but I'm looking forward to having some kids so that I can actually finally get to meet the tooth fairy. But yes, if you could. Have dinner with one historical figure. Who would it be? Oh shit, George Washington. All right, why? I mean, just who? I think I just want to shoot the shit with George Washington. He's like, yo, you fucked him up, bro. Seventeen (laughs) seventy-six. Good shit. Let's chop down a cherry tree. You know. Thanks for being a good sport, brother. That was fun, man. Oh, yeah. No, that was. Okay, now, and with the conclusion of that, quickly, quickly, Juba, you were the winner of the first stunk. So, Juba. Juba. Juba Jeeves. Juba, Juba Jeeves. Let's go. Welcome to the Wonky Stunk, Sam. Welcome. Um, DM me, and I will – oh, you got to follow me first. You got to follow this account. What the heck, Juba? If you want to win the stock, follow the Ledgeart account and shoot me a DM and you will, yeah, I'll send it your way. Whatever you do, whatever you do, Kaleo, just don't give it to Husker because he made our fantasy draft like last over a day because he was, I mean, it was not really his fault, but like I, that was the longest fantasy football. It's like a bunch of penguins uh, to like the old uh, guys on the team and, 
a couple others, but Husker was like working all day and there was no timer on. And every time it got to what Husker, the heck, no no timer that yeah, would like I know, auto I know. Yeah, Bro, that, no that's auto- a that's a rookie mistake by whoever I set know. that up in the first place. It's not Husker's fault. No, no, it's the it's surprisingly or not surprisingly, it was one of the old members of the Pudgy Penguin team. So you know, go figure, right? That's inexcusable to not have a time on. Hey, dude! It literally uh, lasted over a day. We took a break at like round. T- I've never. I was like just laughing. I'm like, dude, and like what? Like what's going on? I could. Like, hey, ball, I think just, I had enough time to like. I gotta stand run up a for myself. I gotta stand up for myself here, man. I said that I was available. I woke up at six a.m. to do a draft after after I've been drinking heavily, and then we still didn't start till nine a.m. So yeah. All right, so I guess it's either Mickey or Jonah's fault. Yeah, because I was up early too. I woke up early. Woke up at seven in the morning for a fantasy football draft, and now these guys are just like, "Oh yeah, we're not. We're just." I thought it was like a mock. I don't know what was going on, but anyway, shit, carry shit on. happens. Also, Cam Makers completely fucking worthless yesterday. Put him on the trading block. The uh, I'm in three leagues. I only had one player going last night. Didn't fuck me too bad. But Kansas just legalized sports betting. Um, so I'm going to get into some trouble this weekend. So be yeah. careful, Q. You gotta, you gotta like, if you guys are in here, the real alpha is like the the guy that like makes picks for the Campi Pandas, Uncle Phil. With like ice bags, put like I won like two racks off of the Arkansas game last Saturday. He he like broke it down. Like the man like is just a savant. I think he went like six for six on the day. So Uncle Phil, if you guys are sports betting degenerates. I think I was coming back or something, and I was in that space. And doesn't he like, like uncle something? There was some joke about somebody being an uncle. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, but, Uncle Fester. Yeah. Dude, Ice Bags is hilarious. He was literally like betting like twenty, like twenty G's on every pick he made, and it was like <laughs> I think he won like a hundred grand over the weekend. That could buy a lot of wonky stocks, pandas, pudgies. You do some damage with a hundred K. No, the issue, Cube, is you got to have that 100K in your pocket for when you lose 100K the next weekend. Facts. <laughs> yeah. No. Just don't bet on – never bet on Georgia. I learned the hard way. I lost – I remember they played, like, Texas in the Sugar Bowl, like, three years ago. I lost five grand. And it was just a sour taste to start the new year. That was a terrible year. But – Never bet on. We're never, never bet on Texas either. Texas. <laughs> yeah, shit. I should have just stayed away from that game completely. So my first exposure to Bitcoin was using uh, sportsbook.com, and I had Gary Woodland winning the U.S. Open. And at that point, oh god, I don't even remember. I want to say Bitcoin was around like eight thousand bucks. Uh, I had almost a whole Bitcoin, and I foolishly cashed it all out, then spent it all at the bars and the casino and some other bullshit. That was my first exposure to Bitcoin was because of sports betting. Don't don't feel bad about spending like all you know, cashing out Bitcoin. I, I knew this kid uh, when I was a Halo pro. He was he was a pro too, but this kid like got a pill addiction, and he was just spending all his money. Like he bought so much Bitcoin on the Silk Road to buy like oxys with, and essentially like. He, I think he did the math afterwards, and it was like $25 million. It would have been like $25 million now uh, back in – I don't even know when. So um, I don't know. How, like that's a tough one to come back from. 
Anton, brother, you got your hand up, man. How you doing today, Anton? All right, good talk. Hey, well, actually, one last question, Bog. Um, why don't you follow me? That's a good question. Oh, shit. Follow me. I got you. Let's I got go. you. I have a new rule. <laughs> I, I made a really wow. stupid rule. I, I, un- I can only follow 1,337 people. It just got to that number, and I'm like, this seems like a good place to stop. If you know, you, if you know the number, you know. But you're, you're late. You're late if, you, if you're followed by me, essentially. Oh, I'm just fucking with you, man. I don't want to give you a hard time. <laughs> 1337, that is an interesting ratio. Well, if you ever get Boggs' debit card, you know what pin to oh. use. Shoot, Boggs. Uh, that's You're... not it. <laughs> I swear that's not it. Uh, Bog, you're at 55, 55 followers. you got to go private right now. That's actually <laughs> good. Yeah. Dude, I honestly don't even want, like, I don't know. Next run, like. Do you? I always see like a, a board ape with like sixty thousand followers, and their account was made like in November. Like I must have been like on the other side of like the internet or something. I'm just like, how do these people? Like it's the worst takes ever, and I'm like, and they get like sixty, seventy thousand followers. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> it's all bots, bro. It's all bot followers. Bro. Yeah. No, I mean a lot of like okay, there are a lot of them that are bots, and then there are a lot that aren't like. Dude, should I have half a million followers? Probably not. Like, I don't know how that, that should happen, but here we are. I hit a thousand the other week, and I started getting bots under my tweets. I was like, "Sweet, I've made it." You have officially arrived, <laughs> brother. <laughs> All right. By the way, so Juba Jeeves never followed, never DM'd. Um, so the first stock goes to Crypto Alien Seventeen. So congrats. Crypto Alien 17. Let's go. Uh, we've got four more to go. Um, but I'm going to look through and find a nice stunk to send you right now. I've only got, I think, 250 in my collection to look through. Um, so running a little bit low. But we'll we'll get it your way. Antoine threw his hand back up. I don't know if he's back up in here. but Oh, shit. You're back, brother? I need to get to 100. I'm only at like 85, I think. I got to get to 100. 100 is a nice round number. Let's see. Catch up. I had, I think my most at one point was 42. I'm down back to 30 now. That was all giveaways, though. I didn't actually sell any of them. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some more stonks, 80s. Appreciate that, man. You don't have to do that. Same for the other people. All Anton, right. you gonna speak, bro? Hello, guys. <laughs> Hope you are doing well. I'm sorry, I lost bad internet connection. That's why I was gone. Uh, I just want to say, I uh, hope Kalio won't misunderstand me, but I, I heard about the stonks and I'm still waiting for my stonk. It's been like two months now, Kalio, so... Oh, <laughs> okay. oh. 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 Anton. Anton, to be fair, man. I'm so sorry, fair, man. I had, uh, I how, had long, to come up. how long did it take you to send uh, your ETH address? Like three weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, I think there should be a statute of limitations uh, on how long to that's... be able to claim something. That that's completely that's completely true. I I completely <laughs> accept. So before you put that, me on I, blast, you well, but... blast, man. You can't I'm... include the time that you didn't even give me the ability to send you the stonk as part of the time that you're including. <laughs> my, it. my man's like, looking at the five cards. 
Kaleo has receipts, bro. Watch out. <laughs> I just I just had to mention that that guys I'm waiting like two months now for this tongue and I still haven't received it, so hopefully right, I will receive Let me let me check. Let me check because I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm gonna check if it if it I, is then Come I'll on, you, you you have like 500k followers, so for sure, don't worry, man. I was just, I just want to, I just want to mention it that I'm still waiting for my stung. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just, send you a, I'll, I'll send you a yoga. Ape. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? It, it, I might have to send him a yoga ape also <laughs> with this type of conversation. It yeah. will be welcome. Yeah. It, you, it you guys want to real quick, real quick. Like my thesis on the yoga apes. Yeah, obviously everyone thinks what they think. They're ridiculous. I just think at a certain point, like ape, apes are gonna like ask me that they're gonna pay like a big premium just so they can send it to a burn wallet at some point. Because I'm just uh, gonna uh, keep replying to the same people with their ape, like with their yoga ape. Every are, time. Are, are these the apes oh. that are like Marilyn Manson them, themselves over here? Is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marilyn Manson apes. <laughs> <laughs> like the art, man. That's all it is. Guys, hey, Kalio, don't take it seriously. It's just a joke, man. No need. I just want to mention it. That you are late like a month or two months, so yeah. he's still digging in. <laughs> wow, bro! Wow, I'm I'm so sorry, man. I'm very very disappointed on you, man. I swear to God, I'm very very disappointed on you. I I never thought that you are gonna let me down because you opened me the door in the cryptocurrency Twitter account and all these things, and I'm very very disappointed. <laughs> Put me on blast left and right. <laughs> on your own space too jeez <laughs> i'm so sorry we 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 have do we have a free uh free speech right so this is it i don't know <laughs> i don't know how much free speech we have much longer but yeah sorry hey, by the I, way I, for the background noise that i'm doing like, i'm doing the research right now anton so you can give me a second we're gonna I, see whether or not <laughs> It's it's been a month, so you will have to go like through a long, long list to find me, man. Hey, you gotta look at the PFTs in the audience and see if you uh, see it, Kaleo. Uh, one of them says, uh, "I love free wonky, pick me, please." <laughs> By the Wait, way, will really? I get something extra, Kaleo? There's or a PFP not? that says. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Where a is the... for. Will I get something extra for being yeah, late a month? You can't see it because he keeps throwing damn hearts up. And he keeps laughing, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, it's just a joke. I'm glad to see the space again, by the way. Uh, it feels home and it feels nice. So, yeah, guys, thanks a lot for bringing me up. It's always a pleasure uh, to have you up here, Anton. Love you, brother. Thank you. Man. Love you too, guys. Really appreciate, and I really feel like home. And uh, yeah, we have a tough winter in front of us here in Europe, but hopefully we will still survive. By the way, I still haven't received anything from Kalio. 
He just says that I will. He guys like he said exactly the same words. I will send it. Like I now this time I'm so sorry, Kalio, but I can send. I do have a screenshot on my DMs that you saw. You you think my, my guy Anton? My All guy right, Anton, Anton, I'm sending it to you now, and you're never coming back <laughs> up on stage again. Bye. Oh. My guy, my guy, Anton, my guy, Anton is gonna sell that wonky for for his. Done. Energy, for his I'm just bill. kidding, Anton. You... <laughs> oh, Wait, did shit. I actually remove him from the space space? Yeah, you did. Oh, oh shit! I like Poor how he's guy. like, "Don't take it personal," but I'm super disappointed in you. And spend one to two months. <laughs> oh, that was fun, man. Anton's okay. a good, he's a good sport. In all fairness, he is. Dude, it, is, it is difficult sometimes whenever somebody sends you their ETH wallet a month later. Like, how are you supposed to <laughs> remembering what's going on? I Like, if it's not day of or, like, within the next couple of days, it makes it pretty dang difficult. So, it is done. That's hilarious. I actually meant to like just remove him down to a listener and then bring him back up as a speaker as a joke, but I see Crayola down there. You want to pop up, man? Kaleo's messaging him right now, saying sorry. Yeah, you can hear. It. You, can, you can hear it <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> Yeah, dude, my, my typing speed is way way worse than what it used to be back in the RuneScape days, though. What are you doesn't. typing at now? I don't know, man. I think that I flirt if I'm just doing it, you know, passively around 100 words a minute or probably 90 to, 90 to 100 words a minute, like, if I'm doing it accurately. Go to 140 um, and your boss Sam will buy you a Tesla. Hey, no, no, no. I mean, it's over 100. But no, I mean, back in the RuneScape days, I used to test it, and I could do 130 to 140 without any errors. But got old, and, you know, fingers, I guess, aren't as, don't have the dexterity as they used to. Arthritis is a bitch. <laughs> Crayola and T, what's up? Yo, 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 what's up? Hey, if I, if I like, drop out or I'm not talking, I'm on my way to work, so I'll probably be in a couple of dead spots, but just want to come up here and say what's up to y'all. What's up, brother? It's always a pleasure to have you up here, man. Hope you're doing well. Many blessings to you, man. Doing well. Appreciate it. Feel, feeling a lot better. Can talk a little bit better. Can kiss my wife Sounds a little like bit it. better. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's awesome, brother. I think he got rugged. T, man, uh, love your PFP, brother. <laughs> trying to cop, trying to win another ball. What language are you speaking right now, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> He's I can't understand. It's coming in, like coming his... out, coming in, coming out. He's just stuck in the upside down, like his PFP is little baby sappy. Arf, arf. Am I here? Or am I not here? 
I don't know, man. That's a personal question you got to figure out. <laughs> well, don't hear me right now. I said, I said, what I got to do to get a Wonku before I, I lose service of them. Y'all, y'all name it. I'll do it right now. I'm in my car though, so I can't, I can't do anything dangerous. <laughs> man, people love these walking stocks, don't they? Oh man, the Wonkus, man. I'm looking back on them now, the ones I got like a couple months back, and it's really taking me back, man. They're just freaking gorgeous. Girl, we are a month away from one year. Dude. Like, put, put that in perspective, bro. We are one month away from one year. Can't I'm going wait. as a Wonku for Halloween this year. Just walking around in a bullish chart. Love it. <laughs> Buying all the dips, all the dips. Dude, we need to start planning some shit for the wonky space, the one-year anniversary. We also need to be planning some shit for Art Basel, too. Keep telling you guys. Yeah, we need to go big. Because, hell, what? Was it the six-month anniversary we did the badge, the community badge, the project? Yeah, six months was the uh, community project we did. What's up, T? Oh, there we go. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing today, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just couldn't stop thinking about Wonkum Stonk, so I had to hop on here. <laughs> I love it, man. If if you guys don't know, uh, T is our uh, like our Discord wizard in the Wonky community. He's been riding with us forever. He's always there to help anybody out, man. All the love to you, T. Keeping that community strong, brother. Oh, yeah. Dude, I feel so bad for him. I sent him the snack, and he's like, don't send it. Send it back. He's like, <laughs> he's like, send me your ETH address, and I will send it back. Thanks for blocking me. I can't even see the space now. <laughs> Dude, Poor guy. Oh. He, he's, he's hurt, man. He's, he says the space is not available. <laughs> Doesn't let him in it. I don't know how to unblock. You can't. You can't. We won't be able to. Yeah, uh, I think once until, you get kicked out the space, you're kicked out for good. Yeah, you're kicked out. Oh, until, wait, wait, wait. Allow yeah. to join. Boom! You can't. You got him. Oh, they yeah. updated it then. No, no, no. You go to the the people that are in it, and you check people that you've removed, and you can allow back in. Oh no, that's good to know. Actually, hey, have you downloaded any of the uh, spaces yet? Um, have I downloaded any of the spaces? I have not yet. <laughs> I mean, super, but they do save forever now. Super easy. I, I did it the other day. Super easy, man. Coinbase God. Um, What's up, brother? Good to have you. Hey, fellow frog. What's up? Fellow Thanks frog. for having me up. Thanks for How having you me up. Happy Friday. I wanted Happy to jump Friday. up. Uh, it's been a while since I've been in one of these, and I haven't seen Matt. I haven't seen 80s in a while. I know you're away. You're in Peru, right? I wanted to find out how it went for you. Uh, were you enlightened? Was it life-changing? It was life-changing and everything more than I could have ever expected, brother. It was absolute heaven. It was walking into the Golden Gates and coming out just completely blessed and feeling alive, feeling confident, feeling like i have been let out the cage finally in life. And every single part of that experience in Peru was just everything I needed and more. That's so cool. So happy to hear that. I'd love to get there someday. 
Yeah, man, it's uh, definitely uh, something that I highly recommend to anybody out there. Um, it's really not that expensive of a trip. Uh, Peru is uh, very affordable, and um, it is a life-changing experience. Thanks for asking, though, brother. I appreciate that, man. Oh, shit, we got Anton back. Anton, if you want to speak, if you want to say your piece, this is your opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks a lot for unblocking me. Uh, I just want to say, hopefully I did not cross the line. It was just a joke. I'm not, I won't be saved from a stonk. But now in front of everyone, promise that if I ever will sell it, I will send you a screenshot and uh, half of the profits will be yours. Mark my word, in front of everyone here, you will save this conversation. But uh, as I said before, it was just a joke. My apologies if I overcrossed the line. I didn't want, for me, it's not the stunk, it's the people that are here in the space that matters for me. So yeah, that. The, the blocking and all this was a bit unexpected <laughs> but thank god you fixed it so appreciate that man that's that's what i have to say and please do save this uh recording and this space and i will save it as well and if i ever will sell that one half of the profits will be yours you have my word so this is what i want to say hey, no, wor- no worries at all man no worries at all and you know again Dude, I, I swear I did not mean to do that to you. I apologize. I meant it to be a joke as well that I'd like move you back down to the you know off the stage so that you could listen and then bring you right back up after. So I apologize. I didn't mean for it to go that far. Um, enjoy enjoy you being here. Congrats, and dude. You don't you know if you ever sell it, don't worry about it. Like, you sell it, keep not, whatever you end up selling it for. You're good, man. No, as I said, uh, first you broke my heart honestly <laughs> and uh, as i said here you have my word that if i will ever sell it half of the profits i will save this space and uh, half of the profits will be yours it's not it's just because i want to do it so yeah and thanks for unblocking me because this made me more sad than the, than not having the stung so yeah this is what i want to say thanks a lot man it this matters more to me than the stunk or than anything else because as i said before it feels like home to me i don't know for the rest of the people that are here but it feels like home to me and it with the situation and with the markets that are now at the moment uh, this keeps me still here because i can just straight away leave and do the rest of the things but this space here especially you guys keep me here so yeah thanks a lot man and again thanks for unblocking me <laughs> that was scary <laughs> well brother the funny thing is whenever i said whenever you told me that you were blocked and i told them about the screenshot they were like well he's stuck that way there's no way you can do it thankfully we got it figured out so glad we were able to get you back up here Congrats such a, hum- a few humble late. gentleman. Yeah, such a humble guy. Thanks. Thanks, really appreciate that. 
And as I said before, space, uh, being here and being able to speak, I have no followers, I have nothing. I'm absolutely nobody. The only thing that I have is an account from 2012. I opened it when I had no idea what was uh, Twitter and for what was it. This is really, I'm really grateful to you because you helped me. As I said, I will always... I will always remember this because you were the first one without knowing me or anything. You just brought me up to this space, if I'm not wrong. And you let me talk even with my English, which are not so perfect. So, yeah, everyone probably is laughing with my English. So, yeah. But I try my best. Thanks Your so English much, is better than like half the other people in NFT spaces that are actually from America, dog. So good job. Yeah, good job, brother. And, and, yeah, and you don't right, say dude. like every other word. You you uh you've been vibing with us for a long time, man, and, and you're always genuine vibes, and um, you always come with pure intentions, and that's what the space is about. Just you know, keep doing that, brother, and uh, you'll keep uh, growing your little ecosystem the best way possible. For sure, for sure. That's the, that's the way I grew up, and that's the way I think is the right way to move on forward in life to be correct and. Uh, when you are correct with the people, the people will be correct. And the ones that won't be correct with you, they will just have to be left behind. So, yeah, thanks a lot. Rooster, how you doing today, brother? Good to see you up here, man. I was wondering where you were at. Uh, I was doing my uh, monthly grocery shopping trip. If I didn't get it done, it wasn't going to get done. <laughs> you go by the month, dog? Do you live in like the the sticks? Uh, no, chickens the have very like... small feet, so it takes them a ways to get places. It's like <laughs> two minutes away from me, but it's uh, just not one of our favorite activities. So we go to the grocery store like one time, get enough food for about a week, week and a half, right? Spend like three hundred and fifty bucks or something. And then we don't want to go to the grocery store again, so we eat out for the rest of the month. Uh, go to brunch every day and <laughs> buy food, and then we'll repeat next month. <laughs> it's a very toxic schedule. Yeah, that sounds rough, man. Not, but uh, but doing on, great. You need to get on that click list stuff where you just put your order in and pick it up. Dude. Yeah, I have not. Uh ever looked into that to be honest it's great i enjoy going to the grocery store i actually try to go every day uh buy what we need to cook for the night and do it that way so it's right there fresh yeah that's uh that's good (laughs) i wish i was like that Uh, i don't mind like going in quickly um i don't know it's just not something that we do every week but other than that, it's been great. I had a cold front blow through last night, so it's like 60 degrees outside right now. feels great. Uh, enjoying the cool weather. Okay. Hey, I've got a quick, quick thing real quick. Next winner of the giveaway is Crow.Eth. Congratulations. I'm already a wonky holder, but congrats on stacking another wonky, sir. Matt, let's go. So, crow.e. 
And you know what, dude, this, I, I'm going to do one outside of the giveaway again. I'm going to end up giving away seven songs today. It's going to get close to the 10 that you were uh, wanting me to do. That. Uh, I'm going to give one to T. You know, he made the effort to make the PFP, so T's going to get a stock. Love Let's it, man. All go. that's good vibes. I love it, man. Congrats, T. Congrats, Crow. I, I reward it for amazing. So, yeah, Crow, just DM me back. And I, I just want to make sure that crow.eth is the address that you want. So, okay. I'll shoot it over your way now. And- hey, Kaleo, slight, uh, slight pivot change here. I just want to say I appreciated the uh, earlier this week. It was pseudo farming. <laughs> I knew I was going to buy something. And I ran that poll about either picking up a seal, a PA, or a mix of stuff. And he even said to go get a seal. So I appreciated your unbiased answer there. Yeah, of and course, man. I mean, dude, at the end of the day, like, I think I think it's important to diversify, right? You know, if you just, you know, it, it just, I think there's value in engaging with different communities within the space that are solid communities, right? Like, I know you've got the stonks and, you know, if you don't have a seal and, you know, I think seals are really, really awesome you know, awesome community to be plugged into. So, you know, I think it's a good way to diversify. Cube, do you have a panda? I don't have a panda. That's next on my list is joining the Canpi pandas. Yeah, you're a poker guy too, right? Or yeah, Cube's I, yeah, a Vegas I guy. Be, I'm a Vegas guy. I used to be a big poker nut. Then kids kind of ruined casino poker. And then getting wrecked on internet poker. Yeah, but yeah, but they got they got poker every night. You can win a panda, so you love it. Well, shit. <laughs> Even if you win one, you I, double your investment. I feel like Rooster wins a damn uh, one of those poker things every week, every other week. <laughs> you know, you know what's great about you guys talking about all of these little different communities? It, it's like this one cluster that we're in, and now we're all starting to diversify within like you know five or six specific type of projects. But And I know I mentioned this, I think, last week, but there's other clusters amongst this very tiny NFT space. And each of those clusters has about four or five projects they all vibe with and they all share with. And when we keep doing this, man, we keep strengthening this ecosystem more and more and more. So I'm loving seeing everybody dive into projects right now. I'm going to try to catch up soon with you guys, but uh, just love to see the vibes. Absolutely cool. So... Who have you guys heard about my mochi donut proposition for the pudgy penguins or anyone in the? Yeah, I don't know about the proposition, but those donuts that you posted the other day were absolutely fire. So my idea is to create like a community funded like. Well, first we're going to do a pop up in Miami at Art Basel, and then we're going to do a pop up truck, and then we're going to create have the first franchise, and it's going to be like an immersive Web three cafe, serving like mochi donuts and. Zero X Coffee, but it's one of the other pudgies that like runs that. But I think if you want to get people on board and if you want like long term customers, I don't think it, I think it'll still be pretty profitable because the margins on those are like pretty, like I think you can sell them for like 10x what you make them, you know, minus like overhead and whatever, you know, expenses you have. But like 
I think that food is probably the best way to like, if you're thinking about like inception, like getting into these people who like hate NFTs or don't know anything. And I, like, I don't know, I feel like creating like a, a cafe where you walk in and it's like kind of futuristic. Like think of like a McDonald's play place meets like a digital build a bear or something like where, you know, you have kids and people like meeting their friends and you walk in and you have like this app, it like kind of fit like, I don't know if there's a green screen or just like regular screens, but it like you can customize your penguin or whatever NFT and you walk in and it's just like, Oh shit, I'm, you know, this is me. And, and then, you know, you hang out, you come for, you know, you come for the coffee or the donuts, but I think it's a, I think it's like the best because no one's really done it properly yet. I feel like the board eight burgers doesn't, doesn't make sense. There's no like brand alignment, but we I've been working. I found people in the community. They've been like, I think there's three guys that have like run restaurants for like 10 years and they're like kind of implementing mochi donuts in their restaurant. They're like, you know, product testing and we're going to, we're going to make it a thing. Like we're, we're creating a DAO. So, you know, we're going to raise some money, reinvest it into the food truck. And then, you know, with the first franchise, we'll have the team on board. I'm going to have to pitch it to the team too, but I'm just saying, if you guys want to be part of, uh, you know, the Mo- Pengu Pengu Mochi Donut Cafe. You know, it's going to be coming soon. Yeah, we're going to have to add some uh, wonky kolaches to that bug. Wonky kolaches. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, we can do stuff like that. And it's just, I feel like just using food is probably the best way, you know, price point and everything else and tricking, you know, and it's not about, it's like just the, the medium is like, yeah, it's not about the food, right? But that's what gets people in the door. That's that tangible object that, you know, people hold on to. And it's like, especially if it's good. I mean, that that's all attract. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, I think it's more so people eat with their eyes. If it looks right, of course, good, then that's what really matters. But I've been working on that. I, I haven't even been looking at trading. Like, I'm just literally trying to open up a restaurant. I like, that's the thing about crypto. Like, you just end up in places you have no idea, like, how you got there. It's like, what the hell? I'm opening up. And I just, I was like, it was just like something where I, ha- I went to just like a, mochi donut place like i was in chinatown like me and my girlfriend just had dinner and we i just had that for dessert and i'm just like oh this is really good i'm like imagine like a penguin on there my girlfriend's like that's the dumbest idea i've ever heard in my life and i'm like you know what now i'm gonna have to do spite i'm gonna make a spite bakery just because you think it's a bad idea but it's actually i thought about it you know actually extensively and it's a really good idea at least in my opinion but um, i think it's a good idea i think it's solid uh solid innovation there um I've always wanted to open up an ice cream shop. I've been wanting to do that my whole life. Man. I was just relieved to hear you uh, not push for snow cones or something ice related since it's the penguins. That's, that's the, just that's too what obvious. I'm saying. It's too corny. Too yeah, obvious. yeah, and yeah, and I think a penguin eating a donut is just cuter. Like it's just the perfect pudgy like food for a penguin. And donuts are just like I mean, Dunkin' Donuts are dog shit. You know, you got like. Krispy Kreme. Just, you're not, and I mean, it's different too. Mochi donuts, fun fact 50% less calories than a regular donut. Also, gluten free because they're made out of rice flour. Fun facts. And some of the little pudgies, if I'm not mistaken, are holding a uh, sprinkled donut, aren't they? Yep, they are. But the problem is the mochi donuts kind of look like anal beads. So we're going to have to figure that out logistically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there is a, you know, population you can cater to there bug <laughs> i don't think that's really sanitary <laughs> oh wow this went totally the opposite way i thought it would 
Comedy. All right, Tia, just sent you yours. Let's go. Okay, back to the ice cream thing. Back to the ice cream thing for a second. Um, if you're really serious about an ice cream shop or starting one up, or maybe if you're not, um, but you like Ben and Jerry's, there's a really good podcast with uh, the guy's name is Guy. It's like Guy something, and he's got the podcast, How I Built This. And there's one with Ben and Jerry, the hippie guys, and it's a really good, surprisingly good podcast because they actually thought pretty extensively about how they would start it and where they would start the brand. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good podcast. I'd check it out if you're interested in ice cream at all. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah, the, guy, the, the profit just... on freaking ice cream is through the roof. Like, if you do your research, it, it's actually mind-blowing once you really look at the numbers. Is it Guy Fieri? No, it's I'll look it up. It's Out it's, it's the it's the other guy named Guy. <laughs> yeah, the brand alignment too on um penguins and, and ice cream would be amazing. I think it's just so saturated though. I think the re- I, I chose Mochi Donuts because it's so like it's like a really trending thing, and I don't know. I just feel like everything else is like either done already and they have better brand loyalty and it's going to be harder to get those people. Hey, quick, quick, quick pause. Um, went away or went away. I don't even know what I'm saying. Giveaway winner for the third stonk um, is Ricky Ricer. It'll actually be the fifth stonk I've given away today, but it's the third as part of the giveaway. So Ricky Ricer. Um, I'm going to just send it to Ricky Ricer. Like, I think, yeah, yeah, okay, clapping emoji works. Like, RickyRicer.eth it is, sending it your way. Congrats, Ricky Rice. That's a legendary name. Yeah, Bog, with the ice cream thing, too, I think you're right. Starting it from scratch would be tough. It would have to be like a Ben and Jerry's comes to you and licenses your penguin, but. It's all about location, too. Find the right area that's up and coming and being developed and. Just do your research, look at the two, three year plan. Yeah, I mean people would eat eat donuts up up here, like suburbs and mass and but if you did ice cream you'd only have like five months a year. So we have one of those mini donut shops. Uh it's been thriving now for a couple of years down the street. Like all the kids go there and all the families and that they just pump out mini donuts, man. They're just making money. I just looked it up. It's Guy Raz, R-A-Z. Guy Raz, his podcast is How I Built This, and there's one with Ben and Jerry. It's good. I'll check that out. So, Bob, where do you find these? Uh, what are they called? Yeah, Mochi Donuts. There's, I think there's one big franchise now. The biggest one is called Mochi Nut. There's 20 locations. They're kind of scaling to 90 over the next year. But oh, if you go to your like local Chinatown, like I'm sure you're going to find a place with Mochi Donuts. Dude, there's like fucking 10 right around Tampa. Holy shit. Yeah. I Try don't know this. Try them and tell me what you think. Word, word. Will do. I've been like indirectly giving these guys so much business from everyone I've told to get <laughs> there. I, I think uh, my friend 80 uh, the other day, uh, he posted something like that too on about Mochi. Yeah, you're, you're making waves, Bog. Yeah, but ours, our cafe is just going to be way better because penguins are cuter. 
Yeah, you could have the same donut, but the experience is going to be 10 times better. Yep, exactly. Q, if you want to do a rapid fire real quick. Who we rapid fire? Um, I don't know. We got a few new speakers. Actually, you know, we have another speaker on stage that we haven't heard from. Let's get them up here, and then we'll uh, reconvene on the rapid fire. Uh, who is this? Thora Doxon? Hell yeah. You wanna... hey, what's up, man? Yo, what's up? Yeah, I actually saw um, Kalio's tweets. This is the first time I'm hearing of um, wonky stocks, stonks. Welcome up on stage, man. Can you? Did I rug? No, we can hear you, brother. You got the stage yeah. about four hundred people. Interested to so. know what's what's the what was the inspiration behind it? Yo, he is somewhat rugged. Charles. I think he was asking what the inspiration behind the stones was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, one second. I'm going to go ahead and. Oh, man. I don't know how to remove. Like, can I just do remove from speakers? Because, Theo, you're, you're rugging a little bit when you're talking, but I'll go ahead and give you the inspiration story. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll hop like down. Quick... No, 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 no. You don't need to hop down. We've got plenty of space. He's just rugging. Okay, perfect. Um, is he still in the audience? I hope so. Yeah, he just stepped down. Though, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, So he's still in the audience. So, yeah, the inspiration behind the stonks was last year. You know, dude, I, I really wanted a way to be able to connect better with my community. And, you know, didn't want to do a paid group or anything like that. Wanted to be able to do something to get back. Created the stonks, um, you know, just an opportunity. You know, it was a free mint. Anybody could claim up to one for free um, per wallet and, you know, just was able to bring a lot of people into the NFT community, I think, that had never really been there before. And I, I didn't want to do a, you know, a typical PFP, um, typical PFP project because I didn't really think it fit my brand and who I was and what I built my reputation on, it was more trading, right? So like the people that followed me were all more familiar with trading and charts. And I'm big into the generative art side of things as well. So, you know, I really thought that it'd be cool to do a generative art project um, that was stocks. Um, you know, so my buddy Hondo um, actually had the idea of the stocks initially. And as soon as he brought it up to me, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. This is like, on brand you know it's unique something completely different so yeah man we released it into the world last october um actually on the day that bitcoin and eth were both breaking and making new all-time highs um which was a pretty pretty cool special thing the fact that we had it ready for that day was um you know i like it's something that's always going to stick with me on october 19th of 21 so we're coming up nearly on a year and yeah, man, the, the entire idea behind the songs is just to be able to, you know, vibe and vibe harder, no roadmap, no anything else, just build community and to be able to just show up consistently, man. And, you know, it, it's about like memeing the existence of owning a PFP slash JPEG of a stunk 
to be more desirable than actually owning a stock or, you know, whatever behind a chart itself. So that's kind of the overall inspiration, the overall um, message. And um, yeah, so hopefully that helps answer your question. Artisan chart, baby. But anyway, I mean, dude, you know who I have not heard do a, I think it'd be hilarious to do a rapid fire onto the wonky cube. Oh, all right. Rooster, you want to help me? Uh, yes, let me, let me move downstairs. If you can help me, that'd be great. All right, Cube, you ready? Let's go. Dogs or cats? Cats. All right, hey, Rooster, this is what we'll do. I'll ask one, you ask one. I'll ask one, we'll, so we won't talk over each other. For sure. Um, mountains or beach? Mountains. Virtue or sin? Oh. <sighs> That's tough. I would say now, virtue, when I was younger, sin. All right. Burgers or hot dogs? I got, I got kids now. Worldview's changed a little. <laughs> Burgers or hot dogs, Cube? Burgers all day. Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? Baby penguin. I proposed to my wife with a penguin. Awesome, man. Really? That's that's incredible. I love it, that. I'll, I'll share that story some another time, but it's fucking amazing. Love penguins. Um, I think we did ask you this one before, but um, Vegas or nature vacation? Vegas. Vegas DJ got married out in Vegas. If you're on death row and you had one last meal, what would it be? I'm going to go really fat buffet style. We're going to get some uh, crab legs, really nice KC strip or filet. Going to have some beef jerky, um, some queso from Twin Peaks. Have uh, a tank seven from Boulevard Brewing, and then finish it off with a nice glass of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, Deep too. <laughs> He's thought about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> See, that's why exactly. I moved, moved more towards towards virtue. There was a lot of sin in my younger years. <laughs> Can I throw one in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got 24 hours left on Earth. The meteor is coming. Doctor says you have 24 hours to do to live. What are you doing? I'm gonna hang out with my family, but I'm gonna get one round of golf and I'm gonna play one round of golf, spend it with the kids. <laughs> I got I one round is in a whole 18, or yeah. you should be doing nine. Oh, you gotta get all 18, nine. <laughs> if your life was a story, what would it be titled? Hmm. God damn, that's a tough one. Yeah, I hit you with the curveball. He did. <laughs> Thinking outside the cube. Thinking outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good that's good stuff. Classic. Um, if you could only eat one country's food for the rest of your life, what country would it be? Ooh. That's a good one, 
I'd probably go Mexican. Go Mexican. <laughs> Same. I'd definitely go Mexican food. Yeah. If you could be any superhero, who would you be and why? Superhero. Um, I'd probably be Iron Man, business savvy, very, very rich, but a badass. And then ultimately, spoiler alert, is selfless in the end. Right. But does Iron Man have an actual superpower or does he just have a suit? That's fine with me. I mean, yeah. If, if you want me to dive down a little deeper, I, I would be James Bond over any superhero. <laughs> okay, so then what superpower would you have if you could pick one? Man, it would be it would be flying. It would be flying, but everybody says that, so probably something mind reading or mind control related. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If you could be one animal in the animal kingdom, what would you be? Mm. Dude, bald eagles are just fucking majestic. Apex predator. You get a fly. You're protected. Nice. Go bald eagle. What is your favorite song? Dude, it changes with the mood. Changes with the mood. If I could listen to one song, though, so you're falling from an airplane with no parachute and you got time for one song. Well, then I'm probably going to pick Stairway to Heaven because it's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Oh, shit. Talk to animals. Don't even yeah, need For sure. How cool would that be, man? <laughs> I, I, I wonder what the fuck my cats think on a daily basis. <laughs> Beer or liquor? Oh, it's a social setting thing. If I could only have one, though, for the rest of my life, it'd be beer. Have you ever slapped somebody in the face? Nope. Here's a fun fact about Q. I'm a, uh, I was a fat, nerdy, asthmatic kid. And my dad told me when I was young. Mike, you have no chance at winning a fight. So fighting man's actions is a lack of a competent man's thoughts and words. He said, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you need a fight, don't be afraid to hit someone in the nuts or go for the eyes because you have no chance at winning a fight. I've never <laughs> been in a fight. Never been in a fight. I've never been hit. Oh, man. The life of Cube. I love it. Yep. All right, Richard, you're not going to All work. right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out here. Wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, we've got a winner for the fourth stunk. It is Ryan. Ryan J. Foreman. WadeBugs.e. Wade uh, Boggs. WadeBugs.e. <laughs> DM me back and make sure. Um, tell me that that is the correct address. Send me the correct ETH address. You know, if it's not Wade Boggs, wherever you want the stock. Stunk sent. Let me know, and I'll send it your way. Fun fact: Wade Boggs's uh, house was about four blocks away from my high school, and I used to park on the same street. That's how. Who old is I Wade Boggs? I like fun fact. I've got no idea who Wade Boggs That's is. Baseball. <laughs> baseball, bro. Come on, man. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like. I'm clueless. He's yeah, one of those guys up. that's like, uh, I think he was a Yankee. He's like not good it's enough to Yankee be. Yeah. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. Yeah. 
late he's 64 80s. years old. I mean, he's got like I recognize that face. Oh man, I'm showing my age. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not a huge baseball guy in the first place, man. You know, like one guy I actually am buddies with. Um, I'm gonna bring on. Um, there's a dude named Mark Appel that I'm actually friends with that he's former number one overall pick basically got shafted for years. Um, you know, had a lot of injuries, whatever else, and just had his first start ever in the MLB with the Phillies recently. So dude, that's epic. I'm going to get him whenever the season's over, um, onto a space. Dude, you know another person that now I'm, I'm going to try to get up on a space now. I've got no no idea anything about the world of cricket. And it was hilarious during the space yesterday. I'm not sure if y'all were there. There's, there was this guy named A.B. DeVillers that joined. And I Googled him after the fact. And apparently, you know, if you look up greatest cricket players of all time, like a lot of people will put him right outside the top ten. Um He's got, like, a bunch of offensive records, et cetera, et cetera. Like, absolute, you know, legend in the sport. But I know nothing about cricket. So, I had all these accounts. Like, I swear, 100 accounts plus that came up and requested to speak out of nowhere when he joined. So, I was just removing people left and right and left and right. I thought the bots finally found Twitter spaces. And it was just all these people that were completely obsessed with with this guy, A.B. DeVillers. So... Um, I, I've been DMing him back and forth, joking around about that. Actually, one thing we connected on, um, you know, he's really, really vocal about his faith. I'm vocal about mine, so we connected on that and some other stuff. And I'm going to try to get him in on a space one of these days. Yeah, Kaleo, well. evidently you're a nobody because he has 8.8 million followers. Well, bro, and then I looked him up on Instagram. He's got 18.8 million, like Facebook 14.4. Like, and I didn't even know that cricket was that big of a sport. I looked it up. It's like the second biggest sport, the second most popular sport in the world behind soccer. No shit. I would have never thought. Here's a question for you. What's your favorite sport, Kaleo? Oh, um, you know, watching, playing, whatever. I'm going to go with for playing uh, basketball and ultimate frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. Uh, so those are my two favorite to play. Um, I mean, watch. I love watching college football. Who's your favorite team? Ooh, I don't know if I can say. <laughs> can you say, uh, can you say favorite NFL team? <laughs> Um, no, I don't have a favorite NFL team, honestly. Like, they're all, yeah, I, I just watch some and, yeah. What's your last meal on death row, Cleo? Oh, man. Ian, I, I feel like we're rehashing some of the questions I got asked on the other, but I mean, I'll, I'll shoot it out. So I would say it's got to be like a homemade before. meal on room 110, bro. Oh, oh yeah, you, you missed I it. You weren't there then. So, yeah, Room 110, I mean, it, it's got to be my mom's, um, you know, she made this, makes this really good um, brisket with um, this really good, like, 
buttery, cheesy mashed potatoes um, with, yeah, I mean, basically just my mom's, one of my mom's home cooked meals. I absolutely love that, brother. I think that's the best answer I've heard from anybody answer that question, man. Dude, she just, you know, looking back on it as a kid, um, she would make all these meals for us and went completely underappreciated as far as, you know, I, I always was jealous of all my friends that got to eat out, you know, like I considered McDonald's and stuff eating out. I got so jealous of my friends that got to eat out at different restaurants and go and do that stuff. You know, my, my family just didn't have the money to go do that. We, you know, we had four kids, whatever. So to be able to cook in mass, my mom just cooked like every single meal, made these casseroles and stuff. And I, I got so tired of it as a kid, but looking back on it, dude, like that was good, good food. And, you know, to do that much, you know, like I miss it. You know, it's so much better than eating out at a bunch of these different places. Dude, here's what I would encourage you to do. Cause I just had my mom do this is have your mom write down all of her recipes and make a recipe book. So you and your kids will have them forever, man. I actually just did that yeah. this year with my uh, my grandmother's recipes. I sent them off, and uh, we actually had them, like, leather-binded together. And it was some of her recipes from, like, her family and, like, lineage over the past, you know, couple hundred years. Beautiful to do that. Keep that vibe going. Awesome. Oh, I actually, you know, Cube, I do that quite a bit where I'll think of a really good um, thing dish that my mom used to make, ask her to send me the recipe, and just try to replicate it myself. And, you know, like, is it, do I do a perfect job replicating it? No, but I mean, is it decent? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I can do it fairly well enough. And so I, I do echo that sentiment though, because I thought about that. I was like, you know, that's something I think is important for later on. I'll want that, you know, I want to be able to make those and to be able to have that, you know, whether my mom's here or not down the road, because, good food takes you back to good times. It makes you feel like you're with that person, whether they're there or not. Yep. It's the nostalgia factor. It's awesome. And I just have some, like my family backgrounds, crazy as shit. So like I'm, <laughs> I got Lebanese, I got German, I got English. Um, then I got like a bunch of traditional Jewish stuff. Like I, I, my family is truly a melting pot. We got this big ass book um, that has all this stuff. So, Man, yeah. God, now I want some damn kibbe. I want some kibbe and some grape leaves this weekend. I just started trying those grape leaves. They're pretty good. Dude, yeah. Got them at a Greek place. Mm-hmm. Yep, grape leaves, some cabbage rolls, some tabbouleh. Oh. I lived with a kid um in college, and he was from Bangladesh. And his mom, every so often, would come through with a big aluminum tray of food, and that was really good, too. Like basmati rice and then um, boiled meat. Yeah, that basmati rice is fire, man. That's all we cook with. What's up, Crow? How you doing, Matt? Good to see you, man. Hey, we got a stonk winner. We got the stonk winner. Yeah, I just want to say thank you. I got a giveaway for y'all, too, whenever you're ready for it. Let's go, baby. I, heart emoji, wonky stonks, daddy. <laughs> you own that, right? 
Yes, sir, and I got eye heart emoji feet if anybody gets down like that. Oh, getting down and dirty. <laughs> Dude, you might want to save that one. That might be worth some cheddar. In a few you know years. what? It probably will. <laughs> yeah, my feet, it started off as a joke, but then, I don't know, it kind of took a life on its own. That is funny, man. You know, like, just the weirdest things somehow <laughs> sometimes have the most value. Hey, my phone's about to die here in a couple minutes, uh, Cleo. Well, I've got one more giveaway to do, and then I am, like, I've got, let's see. We've got about three minutes left in this space. It should take me just a minute to find the last giveaway winner. I'm, I'm working on that right now, running it again right now. It's just a matter, like, I'll run this, you know, the whatever, and a lot of the times it'll pop up on the retweet. I, I have to then go back in the space and make sure they're listening before I give it away. And sometimes they are not here anymore. Actually, by this point in the space, I am getting more people that are not here than people that are here. So, all right, let's see if this person is. But, yeah. I feel you. I am getting at the same point. I need, I need to do a few things before I uh, before I go pick up the girlfriend. She finally gets back from a week long trip. Okay, and we do have we do have a winner. Um, and they are here. Wow. Okay. Not Natchez says as a buddy, something like that. They're PA. Down there in the crowd, Natchez is 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 a daddy. I'm gonna shoot you a DM right now, and yeah, just shoot me the ETH address, and I'll send you the song. Love it, another PA holder, man. Love the vibes. Congrats. So yeah, bringing another PA person into the mix, but yeah. With that, you know, really, really appreciate all y'all being here today. You know, enjoyed it as always. Another great Friday. Really did have a good time. Um, ended up lasting a couple hours today. Brought a lot of new people, new faces into the stock family. Heck, ended up giving away a couple to some people that have been in the family for a while. So love to see it. So, um, yeah, y'all hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Much love, everyone. Many blessings to you all. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your time this weekend. See ya. Much love, everyone. Take care. All right. Later. Have a great weekend.